It's been just over a month since we brought my oldest son, Noah, up to the University of Minnesota Duluth. We helped him to move into his dormitory, got all his stuff there, lingered for a while, and then eventually got into our car and drove away. As I was driving away, part of the emotions, part of the sadness, sorrow, brought me back to another time, decades before, when mom and dad drove me to the seminary. I commuted to college, so there wasn't that kind of goodbye separation at that point in my life. But when I started seminary just afterwards, it was four and a half hours away. And they helped to drive me there, get me settled. And then as they are leaving, as they were going over the hill, I was waving. And I thought, oh my gosh, what do I do now? I'm all alone. I'm by myself. There was a separation there. Whenever we separate from our loved ones, it hurts. There's a part inside of us that is missing. Sometimes that separation comes when kids grow up and move out. Sometimes that separation happens the time of a death of a loved one. And sometimes that separation happens when relationships are broken and can't be put back together and people must part ways. In all of those circumstances, there is brokenness and there is hurt. There is question about what do we do next? This morning's gospel, the Pharisees come and they question Jesus. Now, this is the gang that is in opposition to the kingdom of God as Jesus is preaching and teaching it. They are focusing mostly on what does the Bible say, what is the law, what does that relationship look like, and what does it demand of us in each and every day. Jesus is also concerned about that relationship and what it means to us, but he comes out it from a different place. He comes out it through the love and the grace of God. As Jesus is preaching about a gospel that is open to all who hurt, all who are broken, the Pharisees are just looking for him to slip up, for him to give them some cause to carry out the nefarious schemes. So they ask about divorce. Jesus responds by saying, you got it wrong. It's not whether or not someone can divorce someone under the law. You got to go back to the original intent. You got to go back to creation. When God created people to be in partnerships, to be together, God created family and marriage so that there could be this nucleus, this community in which love can be shared. And when that community is broken, when folks part way, when there is separation, there is sin. 
he shares so much with his disciples afterwards. He talks about divorce and separation as a sin, as a, as a brokenness, as a disconnect with God's intention and love for the world. Now, sadly, the church for centuries took these words and became more Pharisees than followers of Jesus. These are the words that were used for a long time and sadly in some communities still to excommunicate people because they were divorced, because they were in separation and brokenness with others. Too long we pointed to this passage and said, you are not a part of this community that follows Jesus if you are broken and if you have committed this sort of sin. Sadly, the ill teaching of the church on this matter kept people in abusive relationships and particularly a sad state of affairs for women with not so many options. The Pharisees have a voice that lingers beyond the confrontation with Jesus in the text. Because what happens next is critical to understanding the fullness of the passage. What happens next is Jesus welcoming the children. Yes, he declares divorce and brokenness of any sort a sin, but very next he welcomes the children. Now, do you remember we talked about this two weeks ago? Today, we think of children and Jesus is kind of going together. Peanut butter and jelly, right? Kind of go together. But back in the day that Jesus taught on this earth, back in that day, children were not thought of very highly. In fact, children weren't even thought of full people yet. Come back when you're 13, 14, and you can do something. You can work in the fields. Then we'll start to consider you as maybe part of this human creaturehood that we share. So when the disciples push away the children, they are reflecting the thought of the time. That those who are not holy and pure and, and grown up and worthy ought to be taking Jesus' time. And he says, no, you knuckleheads. You knuckleheads, you're getting it wrong. The kingdom of God is about reaching out to those places of brokenness. The kingdom of God is about reaching out to the ones who are pushed away and discarded. The kingdom of God is about reaching out and embracing with love and community, a broken and fractured humanity. Let the children come to me. He takes them in their arms and he blesses them. He reconnects God with those who are pushed away. That's what the Pharisees miss. That's what the church has missed for all too long when it comes to divorce. The brokenness of our lives, the brokenness of our hearts, that's the very place where Jesus 
goes to reconnect, to bring love and hope, forgiveness and new life. Today, we had a baptism. And how much fun that was. Little Kennedy comes and, and, and she's just a, oh my gosh, she's such a sweetie. <laughs> she just really is, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. And you know, she's there and she's splashing in the water. And on this day, we, we celebrate the new life that comes to her in Christ. And what joy there is. We celebrate that joy even though we know that her life is not always going to be filled with joy. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be times in there when her heart is broken, when she is separated. She's going to want to go away to college or something one of these days. <laughs> and, 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 and there's going to be there that pain and sorrow. But, you know, we celebrate in baptism that no matter what the future might bring, for little Kennedy, God is going to be with her. God will continue to embrace her and bless her. God will not push her away. God will invite her and love her and care for her. In that sure and certain hope, we are invited to live our lives, to rest in that kind of grace, that kind of love that meets us in our brokenness. And if we needed further proof, there's the cross. For on the cross, Jesus shares all the hurt, all the sorrow, all the brokenness of this world and says, none of it, none of it, Absolutely none of it is going to separate me from you. None of it will excommunicate. None of it will push away because my love is present in the midst of the hardest type of life, in the midst of sorrow and loss and separation. And because of that, thanks be to God, we have a hope and we have a joy that is lasting. Amen.